Welcome to the Fiercely Classy Effect podcast. I am your host, Tiara, and my purpose is to empower, inspire, and talk about life. Hi, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Fiercely Classy Effect podcast. I am so happy to have you with uh, with me this evening. So one of the uh, things that I want to discuss uh, today is uh, complaining. I think we all are guilty of complaining at some point in our lives. And I was inspired to uh, talk about complaining over the weekend. My husband and I had a date night at Ruth Chris uh, Steakhouse, and um, we were dressed to impress. <laughs> like my husband had on a blue velvet suit. I found this colorful dress. And when we walked in, every, everybody was dressed really casual. They had on jeans and a t-shirt, basketball shorts, ball cap. And I'm thinking it's probably because it was outdoor seating, so people aren't dressing up like they used to. But anyways, when we walked in, uh, it was all eyes on us, you know. So, um, you know, me, I embrace it like, hey, hi, (laughs) smiling, walking in like I own the room, right? So we sat next to this couple, and they didn't say anything to us, but throughout the entire time that we were there, they just continued to stare at us the whole time. Not sure why they never said anything to us, but they just kept staring at us. So my husband and I, we just ignored them like, whatever, um, keep, keep staring. Cause we are an awesome couple to look at. Okay. <laughs> so keep staring, <laughs> you know, we didn't let it get to us or anything, but, um, my husband, I did tell, I did tell my husband, like, you know, why do they keep looking at us? You know? So, uh, my husband was just like, oh, don't worry. Cause I'm going to fix that. And I'm like, oh, okay. What are you going to do? You know? So, uh, when they were getting up, um, the guy left something on the floor and my husband stopped him and said, Hey man. And like his demeanor was just very, um, like, kind of aggressive a little bit, you know? And my husband was just like, I just wanted to let you know that you left all those pictures underneath your seat. You know, I don't want you to forget that. And after that, the guy just totally changed. He said, oh my gosh, thank you so much. That would have really sucked if I had left those pictures. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Thank you for telling me. And then he was like, you both have a great evening. I mean, his whole demeanor just changed. But uh, my husband and I discussed it afterwards. and. You know, we both said, who knows why they were staring? I mean, some people stare to get a reaction. Some people stare because they're looking for confrontation. Who knows? But the fact is we didn't give into that and we just kept focusing on us because we were there on our date night for us. And at the end of the day, my husband, instead of us complaining, he just killed them with kindness and that just changed the whole mood, you know? So that's why I wanted to talk about Uh, complaints and we just need to stop complaining and just embrace our lives, embrace our happiness, you know? And I know there's many instances in life where we complain and we do it so much, we don't even think about it. It's almost like it's second nature to complain a lot, you know? So I know sometimes when there is a car ahead of me crawling at a snail pace and 
everybody's doing like 65, 70, but here's this putt-putt, just 25 miles per hour. And I'm just like, what in the world is your problem? You know, and I complained. And then there could be, I list, I talked to my friends and they complain about a, co- a co-worker interrupting them all the time. I know sometimes my kids don't do the dishes right away when I want them to and I complain. So I just want to say, I get it. But you know what? We can check it and do something about it instead of complaining. You know, I just think that sometimes it's alarming the number of things we complain about. It really is. So I was reading this article over the weekend, and it said that Americans, in their conversations, they complain about 70 to 84% in their conversations. And I'm like, that is a lot because most of us don't want to hang out with a complainer. But at the same time, when we do hang out, we complain. So I just think for the next time you get in a conversation with your girlfriend or your coworker, your boyfriend, whoever, your spouse, I challenge you to have one conversation where you're not complaining. You know, because even me, I kind of had to check it like, dang, I know I do. I complain sometimes without even thinking about it sometimes. I don't even realize I'm complaining. So that's one thing that we can kind of check to live a happier and fuller life, okay? Because at the end of the day, complaints can be like viruses. And it's important to stay away from complainers. That means it's important for us to stop complaining, okay? And I admit, at times, it's not necessarily easy, (laughs) you know? Because We're born with brains that have a negative bias. We tend to focus on things that are not right rather than attending to things that are right around us. And that's what we have to start focusing on. Start focusing on, hey, I am blessed. I am living a great life. I have so much to be grateful for. Let me start, you know, talking about the positive things going on in my life right now. You know, and it's funny because I notice that sometimes when I talk about all the positive things going on in my life, it's like some people, they don't want to hear it. <laughs> but when you complain and talk about all the crappy things going on, it's like they're all ears, you know? So just keep your eye out on uh, eye out for those people, okay? Because we want to surround ourselves with people who genuinely want us to have a good life and not complain, okay? So I say, you know, focus on things that are right. And let's turn that tendency into a habit. And trust me, the world will quickly become an unpleasant or dangerous place and not a fun way to live. So it's important for us to change those complaining habits into positive habits. That way, we are living pleasant. We are living happy and we are living in a fun way, you know? So it's important to change those habits. And uh, some strategies to try to, um, you know, get yourself to hear when you are complaining is kind of just take a step back and look at the big picture. Ask yourself, will this really matter what I'm complaining about in the next five minutes? five months or five years, because if it doesn't matter in the next five minutes or five months or five years, then you know what? Move on. Stop complaining and just move on. Okay? Seriously. It is not worth it to get all worked up about something that is out of your control 
and something that is not going to even matter in the next 15 to 20 minutes. Move on. All right. Also, look within. Take your complaint seriously. What is the real issue? Does the small thing irritating you represent a theme or a larger issue in your life that should be addressed? So you know what? Take five minutes to journal out your complaint because you might find out why it's pushing your button so much. Seriously. Journal it out. You know, journal it out. Also, use the right channel to vent. And I would say when you do vent, do it privately, in person, or over the phone. I don't suggest email or text message because you never know how that person is going to perceive that text. Okay? Um, I would never, ever go on social media and complain or vent. Don't don't go to don't go to uh, Facebook. Don't go to Instagram. Go directly to that person, either in person or over the phone. Okay, don't do email or text. Okay, and the reason I say that is because some people don't have text or email etiquette. So how they may talk um, might not be perceived as how they're saying it. Like they could be in their mind saying it genuinely and and being really careful. But if you perceive it differently, then it's going to be taken the wrong way. So that's why I say stay away from text messages and email. Call the person or talk to them directly. I remember one time, um, you know, we had, okay, my mom, she, she, she has gotten into using emojis, okay? And one time we had a, a, a death in the family and my mom sent, uh, you know, everybody was on this group chat, group message. And, um, we were all saying, you know, sorry for your loss. Um, please let us know if there's anything that we could do. And my mom, she, you know, she put, I am I'm so sorry. I'm keeping you in prayer. And then she put the laughing emoji. And I immediately called my mom and I said, why would you put a laughing emoji for something like this? She said, oh no, I saw the tears. I thought I was crying. And I was like, oh my God, mom. <laughs> I said, you need to call the person now and talk to them and let them know like, hey, I'm genuinely sorry. I, I, you know, my heart goes out to you, everything. But again, it's because she's not really familiar with emojis or, you know, text etiquette all the time. She just saw the crying tears and thought, you know, the, the emoji was crying rather than laughing. And it's little things like that that can get misconstrued if you don't have the etiquette. So that's why I say, Use the phone or talk in person. Don't do email or text, okay? Because I do think it is um, the right thing to do to, you know, vent and get it out because sometimes you have to vent in order to move on, all right? So also, um, I do want to say that sometimes your complaints um, may address a genuine need that can lead to a solution, okay? The key is to share your complaint in a kind way that is seen as helpful and not critical. Okay, you have to remember that. Sometimes it's how you say it. Okay, so it's best to say it in a way that's kind and it's seen as helpful. That way no one takes offense to it, okay? And also find the positives. When you have a complaint, start and end with the positive. And that's what I always do. I do the sandwich method. So I will say, um, you know, uh, when I, when I, was working at this one place, this uh, lady, 
every day was a new day to her. <laughs> every day was the first day. And so she made a lot of a lot of mistakes. And I would I one day I just told her, I said, Hey, I said, you know you're awesome, right? You know you're a rock star, don't you? And she was like, Yeah, thank you. And I said, however, rock stars they're not always perfect. <laughs> so that leads me to this, okay? This is what you did wrong and here's this is how to fix it. And then I said, also, just remember, I'm coming to you because you, I want you to continue to shine like you've always been. So you see how I ended that and started, I mean, started and ended that? I started out positive and I ended positive. She did not take offense to it. If anything, she wanted to try her best so that way she could be that rock star that I I was claiming her to be, you know, and that's what we have to do. Build people up. Don't, don't break each other down. Okay. Also practice gratitude. Remind yourself each day about one thing you're grateful for, no matter how small, if negativity has become a habit, keeping a nightly gratitude journal can start to turn the tide for you. It forces you to think about what you're actually grateful for in your life. Okay. I know I am so grateful for my iPhone, okay? I'm serious. I love my iPhone and I am so grateful for it. And it's things like that that you can be grateful for. Even like my son, you know, he's a teenager, but I always tell him like, what you have as a teenager, I did not have. Like, I think I barely had a pager at 18. <laughs> okay, remember pagers? Okay, so I told him for him to have like the iPhone 11, I said, dude, you are living large, okay? You're living it up these days. <laughs> so... I do encourage everyone to change their perspective so that they're not complaining. You know, it takes time to learn to uh, patience. It does. It takes also uh, practice to learn tolerance of others, annoying habits. Okay. And I know we all know someone with annoying habits and it takes practice, you know? So again, change your perspective. It takes persistence to learn to let go of little things like having to do the dishes, <laughs> okay? It takes time to let things go, but eventually you can get there and just say, you know what? Hey, yeah, I want the dishes done, but hey, at least that's the least of my problems. You know what I mean? You can always find the good in any situation. And I always say this, life is stressful enough and complaining may be considered by many an extension of being absolutely normal, which is kind of scary because we don't ever want complaining to be normal, right? So complaining does affect our brains and our physical health negatively. So we have to reframe from doing that and check it when it happens. A sense of sadness or melancholy, it does increase when you complain. And it is like a dis dissatisfaction with our daily lives. And we want to live a satisfied life. We don't want to be dis dissatisfied with our lives. Negative stress can also exacerbate chronic health problems such as diabetes or asthma. Other physical complaints may include increased headaches, joint pains, and depression. And I know when, um, I, when I was working at the hospital, it was stressful and I would get tension headaches. You know, I mean, I would just um, you know, listen to a lot of complaints. I would complain myself. It was just a stressful work environment. So I had to remove myself from that environment. And once I did, my tension headaches went away, you know, and that could be anything. It doesn't have to be in the workplace. It could be a toxic relationship making you have headaches and 
joint pains and depression, and it's negative stress that is being put on you. So it's just best to remove yourself from any negative situation, whether that's a relationship, whether that's a job, maybe you guys have maybe go to another department, apply somewhere else. But just know the more we complain, the more unhappy we get. So it's really important to nourish a positive attitude. Change the way you think. All right. Of course, I'm I'm gonna admit it. It's easier said than done, but it is quite possible. We have to cultivate a positive spin on how we perceive the problem. For example, it is so easy to stress over having the perfect child, job, or date, right? Except the fact that it's just plain messy. (laughs) Except the fact that life is just plain messy sometimes. We may not have the perfect child, job, or date, okay? And guess what? No one and no situation is perfect. So accept it for what it is and move forward. Keep the pro side heavily weighed against the negatives, all right? Also, learn to adapt. The only sure thing about life is nothing stays the same. Change is always coming, whether it's tomorrow, next month, or next year. Change is something that we have to significantly learn to do in our lives is change, all right? So sometimes I will say to people, yes, this change is coming, but hey, Give yourself a grieving period so you can get in there and move forward, okay? Sometimes setting a daily time to be sad about the change can help, all right? Um, I know in my single days when I had a bad breakup, I always gave myself, okay, Tiara, you have two weeks to be sad. And then after that, it's time to just like get your get your life together, okay? So for me... Um, it didn't always take two weeks, <laughs> but two weeks was the max. Okay. That was like the max where I was like sad and depressed after that. I'm like, okay, I am, I'm really too cute to be like sad and depressed. <laughs> Seriously, you know, so that was always my max. Give myself two weeks and move forward. So, um, I just want to say that acceptance of a situation helps you adapt positively, positively to life's changes. And, um, you know, take up the challenge of seeing the positive in any situation, even if it's small. Uh, Just look at that and say, okay, you know what? This is a small uh, positive, but you know what? I am recognizing that and this is a good thing. You know, like I say, small wins are always great. So recognize it and be happy for it and then move forward. Okay. Think Think of the experience as an opportunity rather than an obstacle. All right. Also, be more mindful that the past can never be changed. So why worry about the future? Okay, like seriously, know that the past is in the past, but the future can be magnificent. So let's move forward in a positive light. Complaining about either is pointless. So just move in the present time and cope only with the present situation as it unfolds, okay? Recognize negative thoughts and replace them with positive thoughts. Okay, try to stay away from, oh no, not that alarm again. (laughs) Okay, think of all that as like, oh wow, it's a bright new day. Okay, and I know like when that alarm goes off, I know we're just like, oh 
goodness, I need like 15, 20 minutes. But take that time and be like, yes, I'm glad to be alive. I'm glad to wake up. I know it's hard to do at 5 a.m. if that's the time you get up, but just challenge yourself to do it, okay? I know like when my husband and I, when we were dating, like I'm a morning person, but I'm not a chipper morning person. Like my husband would call me and just start singing. And I'm like, why are you singing at 4.30 in the morning? Like what's wrong with you? <laughs> you know, but on honestly, every time he sang, it always put a smile on my face. It really did, you know? So I am very grateful <laughs> that he started out my day singing because even though I wasn't trying to hear it, it did make me smile. All right. So again, start your day on a positive note. Embrace that <laughs> that alarm clock. And, you know, let's get it. Like, you know, have a positive attitude and have patience. All right. Also, I just think that when you give up the bad habits of complaining, it does not mean you're allowing yourself to become someone else's doormat. So I do want to make that clear. Just because that, you know, you don't want to complain. I don't want you guys to absorb anybody else's uh, complaints or become their doormat. You still need to be assertive in the way to tell others what your needs are and how they can be met and then convey to them that, you know what, you just have to walk away from their complaints at this time. You don't have to say it like that, but just say it in a way like, you know, I have to take care of something. I'll get back to you. You know, and sometimes I just tell people flat out, I can't do this today. I say it like, you know, I can't do this with you today. Sorry. You know, they have to respect that. But I think that assertiveness is the way um, to tell others straight up, hey, I'm not going to do this. It's like having a firm handshake. So look at it like that. You know, um, I just, I will just express to you. When you mean something and you don't want to be a part of anybody else's complaints, avoid rambling because that will lead to an awkwardness. Be firm and express what you want clearly, period. And then walk away, all right? Don't subject yourself to anybody else's foolery, okay? I do want to mention that judging a person does not define who they are. Sometimes it defines who you are, okay? Um, everyone makes mistakes. Everyone can be critical. And critical when you're critical, at least to complaining. Should have, would have, could have. You guys have heard those phrases before. So that's when you have to let go of the control, all right? It is simply impossible to be in control of every situation. Sometimes it's best to lower the stress and simply roll the consequences. List your strengths to build confidence. And on a better day, list your weaknesses and how to downplay them. Compliment yourself and others. Acknowledge a job well done or nicely fitting a suit or a dress. So compliments are important. So it's important to give them and it's important to give them to yourself. Okay. Also. Uh, just remember, change will not come if we wait for some other person or some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting. So we have to seek the change. We have to seek the change. All right. So I say that to say this, own your mistakes, but never make the, never own the mistakes of others, period. 
All right. So we can admit like, hey, yes, we have complained before. However, when someone else complains and, you know, we kind of sit there and listen, let them own their own mistakes, let them own their own faults. You know, you don't have to be, um, you know, subject to that. Um, I think the first step is to be responsible is um, having self-respect. Begin by thinking highly of yourself and your decision. There is no reason not to because we all are responsible for our decision making. So I think when you keep people in your life who respect you and fail miserably to take advantage of you, eject chronic complainers. Let them carry their complaints elsewhere. Don't let them burden, burden you with their complaints. All right. Through garnering people in your life like that, huh, they will drain you. <laughs> and I'm getting drained just listening like to this. Like, uh, I just, I really have to start putting my foot down when people start complaining. I really do. I mean, sometimes I listen to it out of guilt. Not, I will remove myself after I hear it for a certain amount of time, but I think I just have to start removing myself sooner because just talking about it, I'm just like, man, this is exhausting, you know? So just know that, you know, next time that you're stressed, take a step back, inhale, laugh, remember who you are and why you're here. You're never given anything in this world that you can't handle. So be strong, be flexible, love yourself and love others. Always remember, just keep moving forward. And that is the key. Don't look backwards, just move forward. And I love this quote in the Bible, this too shall pass. This too shall pass. You know, sometimes, I mean, there's stuff that happened in the past and you're just like, oh my God, I wish I could have did things differently. You know what? Just know that was a lesson, okay? Because in the future, you won't make that same mistake again because you learned from it. So don't dwell on the past. Don't complain about the past. Just move forward and do better, all right? So I will say that sometimes cultivating an optimistic perspective is great because it's much easier to drop the negative habit, habits by replacing them with positive ones. In fact, many experts say that this is the only effective way to do it, replacing negative thoughts and words with optimistic ones because they bring so many benefits. It's worth trying. So I say try it. Try it out and see what happens because it's worth it. Even if you're, you're not planning on giving up complaining anytime soon, just try to cultivate an optimistic approach to your negative habits by replacing them with positive ones and see what happens. It can't hurt, okay? I also want to encourage you to seek support, all right? Because I think social support is a great stress reliever. And if you're lucky, you will have some very supportive and wise people in your life to talk to you when you're down. And those people are important. Instead of complaining to them, laugh with them. If you face a bigger challenge, tell them how you're feeling. Get their thoughts. Maybe a hug. And, you know, then, you know, you can move forward onto happier topics. No complaining is necessary. Like, get it out and move on, okay? Also, do the thought-stopping technique. That's a technique used by many therapists. 
and it works really well. When an undesirable thought enters your head, you literally interrupt it with a mental image of a stop sign or the word stop, and you move on to a different thought. And I've done that a few times, and it helps. All right? So I will say this. When others notice that you are giving up the complaining and you're starting to change because you're reducing your complaining and maximizing positively, they will start to want to, you know, be around you more because I think positivity and, um, you know, positivity and just gratefulness is something that is contagious. Laughter is contagious. So I just think once you turn those uh, complaining into optimistic behavior, I think everyone around you will be a little bit more happier that you're not jumping on the bandwagon, but you're changing the culture. All right. And sometimes somebody needs to do that. Hey, I get that you had a rough day, but did, did anything happen right today? You know, just kind of change the the topic a little bit and see what happens. Because I think ultimately your life is what you make it. And I just think all the tips that I gave you, it can help you be more optimistic, more mellow, and honestly, more positive because you won't be so worked about things. So focus more on minimizing your complaining and maximizing your gratitude and excitement. All right. Because I think your stress levels will go down overall. So I have enjoyed talking to you guys today. I am almost done with my ebook. I will be launching it at the end of the week. So be on the lookout. I have finished writing it. So now I'm just working on the cover art. Okay. And I cannot draw. So I might have to hire an illustrator just to do the artwork. But um, just know your value, and your worth always. All right. See you next Wednesday, y'all. Goodbye. <laughs> hey, Fiercelies. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at the Fiercely Classy. And for your daily inspiration, you can follow me at Prevail to Inspire. Until next time. <laughs>